Hello everyone, welcome to Elevated You Podcast and today we are going to be talking about the art of letting go and really this has been something I've always been thinking about and meditating on and looking at my successes, my failures, my pitfalls. I think letting go has a big addition to how the outcome is perceived, at least from my perspective, and also how I handle future wants, desires, visions, and goals for me. And so yeah, I am pretty much just going with the flow this time and perhaps rambling, so please forgive me if it's not as well thought out, but I do hope that you get something from this and think of it as your girlfriend just chatting with you about her reflections about letting go. And so wherever you are, I hope that you are having a fantastic time. It is now fall, going into winter, and it is really beautiful outside with all the leaves and color change, the trees, the crispness of the air. I'm just really grateful for that as well. <laughs> it, it's altering my mood a little and for the better. And just the art of noticing as well, noticing the things around us, the change, the simple things, the very little things that could make our day into a much better one. Anyhow, let's go back to the art of letting go. So tell me if this has happened to you, where you wanted something so bad, so badly, but you got this biggest rejection or you never got what you wanted. Think about, maybe pause for a moment and think about how did that make you feel? Maybe a specific instance that has happened to you Maybe several instances that you really wanted something so badly and you never got it. Did it feel like you're scarred for life or did it affect you in some way? That's also important to think about how it has affected you. Conversely, have you ever had let go of something you wanted that you used to obsess over and kind of forgot about? and all of a sudden you got it. All of a sudden it's in front of your face. It's like the universe just answered what you wanted in the past, but you have absolutely have completely forgotten and let go of. How did that make you feel as well? And how did your body perceive that reward or that gift or that desire that you wanted that's now came to being. So these are the things that I think about because that's where the art of letting go comes in and perhaps it could help us with how we channel our energy, how we think of things that we want, we desire, we envision for our lives moving forward. And so I think about life is always a choice. Every day is a choice. 
there's it's comprised of multiple choices whenever we're stuck in traffic where we have a choice to dread it and be absolutely mad about it or we also have a choice to what can we do at that moment that we're stuck in traffic so right now if you're driving to work or you're stuck in traffic and you're listening to me <laughs> you could you are essentially making your time useful perhaps reflecting on your own life and how you can make your life better <laughs> and wanting to do you wanting to listen to this podcast is definitely a step up <laughs> no i'm joking but all right so i think of these three things yes no not yet these are the three answers that could make our lives right either difficult better amazing fantastic fabulous and so whenever we want something so bad how do we prepare ourselves for the answer that's one thing how how would i respond whether it's if it's a yes or a no or not yet because we want it so badly you know i could sit here and talk about stories when i have gotten a no and not yet a yes and what's the state of my mind for each of those i mean i could start with one <laughs> I recently got a kind of a no and a not yet combined and I so badly wanted to do this. So with my tech company, I was I was providing my partner's solution into one of our problems and I saw it in a different way where it could really benefit us if we go through this route. My proposal to the problem that we have and so when I brought it up on the table I've been talking about it since 2017 I've envisioned it and I badly 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 wanted to do it part of it is because it fulfills my mission and my vision to elevate people's lives for the better and I really saw the solution as one it could really benefit the company but also it could really fulfill what I wanted which is to provide jobs for other people especially for my hometown the Philippines and so there you go <laughs> i remember getting a no i think a backlash and a not yet and from two different people partners of my firm and i cried <laughs> I cried because one I was so emotionally attached to this vision to the solution that I wanted to happen. So I think about sometimes wanting something to happen. First of all, let's backtrack. What's the difference between want, wish, desires and vision and goals? Those are all different things. It could be, but it could it all stem from wanting. At least from how I see it, want is 
described as a wish, a form of desire. A desire is described as a strong want or strong wish for something to happen. A vision is an ability to think about or plan the future with imagination or wisdom. And a goal is described as the object of a person's ambition or effort, an aim or for a desired result. They're all the same thing in a way that they stem from the very basic human need, which is to want something. With wanting something, it fulfills something innate inside of us. As an example, me wanting to start an extension office, right, as a solution to our problem in my firm, I viewed it as a solution. And that is a want fulfilling something inside of me, which is to solve a problem. I've always been drawn to challenges and solving it and proposing solutions every time there is a problem. That's innate inside of me. That's who I am. And so when I would propose a solution and it's rejected, I sometimes feel that I am being rejected. And in return, the response is emotional because my expectation, one, is not fulfilled and it really hit a part of me which is something I'm very sensitive about, being rejected by something that I strongly, strongly believe and also having the expectation that my desire to help people is being rejected, is now being rejected. And so it really cut deep and it's really tied closely to this wanting and the expectation that it will be solved and it will be filled. But moving forward, I learned to let it go. It was hard, but I had a choice at that moment. Do I stick with being bitter, being angry, being felt rejected, or do I move on and wait for the right perfect time? And what asking myself, what is this teaching me? And at that moment of me practicing the art of letting go, I was transformed. Transformed in a way that it allowed me to put the power back on me. Because if the answer is no or not yet at that moment, in reality, I can't really do anything about it without going my partner's back. Or I have a choice to respect that decision and follow what was asked of me to do. And respect the decision and not be bitter at the same time. I have multiple choices that I could have chosen, but I'm choosing the path of letting it go because it's so much lighter to walk that way, to lead my life, to go after what, what are the goals of the company instead of holding myself hostage with this strong feeling of rejection and unfulfillment. 
this is the most recent example I can give you and it definitely still holds strongly inside of me for the reason that there's also an aspect of pride, right? Of course there's something. To me, coming back to my country to be able to help in that sense was a big thing. And in a way, it also hurt my pride. But the beautiful thing about life is this aspect of surrender and the ability to do that, to humble yourself once again, to be grounded once again, and letting go of all these other things that you think mattered, puts you back in place, and just again makes you much, much lighter as a human being, where your happiness is back, your peace is back, and just putting back the trust in yourself that you can do it. And the answer of not now just allows you to focus on what can you do now that could potentially lead to the part of what you really wanted to do, what you intend to do with your life. And so I hope that this is something that resonates with you. I do want to talk about important questions. I'm really big on questions when it comes to whenever there's a topic, and you will probably notice this in the episodes, with the art of letting go. For me, the question is, what is the center of your world? What does your life revolve around? Because there are so many things that could be holding us back. It could be that our desires, our own desires, our own wants, our own visions could be holding us back or could be holding us hostage. It's good that there's one thing that drives our life, lives forward, but it, we have to always reassess where our motivations lie. What is our intention? Why are we doing the things that we're doing? Because that puts us back to who we are in the first place. And why are we doing the things that we're doing? It, al- it allows us to align what is the center of our world. Because when we reassess things, we might, we might open the door to finding out the things that are holding us back to move forward and the things that are changing who we are, altering who we are when we're not really that person. Sometimes when we want something, a simple example is when we go on interviews for jobs. Have you ever wanted a job so bad and never got it? Did you ever look back because that interview that you were so, so scared because you wanted a job so much and it kind of altered you? There's something that is activated sometimes when our body is just calm, at peace, and is in the stage of just let it go and it is what it is. Let go of the possible outcome and just be in that moment. Have you ever done that? That's actually a good tip. I mean, that's one of the things I figured out 
when I was in college, senior year of college, there's this company that visited our school, and the CEO of the company was there, and I was just amazed as to how involved he was. And so I thought that that was going to be the job for me. I wanted to support that technology company. I wanted to be a part of it. It was so amazing. The people were amazing, at least from the outside looking in. And so I badly, badly wanted this job. And this job had three interview cycles. <laughs> it was a lot. There was an initial interview. There's a second interview where you had to present something in front of people. And you also had to take a test. And so the first interview, I think I did fine. The second interview where I had to present, I ended up being sick and I never really had the time to prepare for it. <laughs> so it was on at the time that I had midterms for school and I was also interviewing for other jobs. And so, and these other jobs also had a lot of assignments and quizzes that they want me to take to assess, I guess, my strength and capabilities and my skills. And so, long story short, I didn't get the job. And as I look back, I knew I wanted that job, and I felt frustrated at a, for a moment because I didn't get the job that I wanted after college. It was going to be my dream job. It was going to be the company who I'm going to pour all my heart out and my effort and gonna I was gonna build this company I'll be a part of it I realized that when we want something so bad and we never get it there's this frustration that comes after but also what happens before when we're in the process of trying to get it is it alters who we are at that moment and so we really aren't ourselves and so my my tip for people who really badly want to be in a job position and in the process of getting interviewed, I highly, highly recommend for you to take a moment, meditate, realign your thought process, sit down, and get in tune with yourself. I think that's very important. And also practice the art of letting go. I practice this every time I'm interviewing or I'm going on a meeting. I get sometimes, I get really nervous when I am going for a meeting and I try to assess, reassess, why am I nervous or why am I so scared? And the reason why I don't really advocate for being nervous or being scared is because it alters who we are. We don't really show up as ourselves and people don't get to see who we are when we're scared or we're nervous, at least for me. And so I'm a huge advocate of being authentic because it just calls for ultimate connection, genuine connection with others. And if you really want a job, if you want to win that person to close a deal with for business, I think at least for me, what matters is to build that relationship, to work with that person long term. And I don't want to pretend to be the person that I'm not because, first of all, I cannot keep that up. I want to work for a company 
who would take me as I am. And I know that that's really hard in the corporate world. I do believe there's hope still. A huge thing to also think about when you're applying for a job is think about, is this a good fit for me? And is this, am I a good fit for them? I think that helps a lot to just find the right environment for you. And in a way, you're not selling yourself short because one, you know who you are. When it comes to rejections and failures, doubts, being scared, I think that it all, it all goes back to who am I? What, what value can I bring? And when we know that, when we're, when we're in touch with who we are and what we can do, and we're, we find strength in that, we're not scared anymore and it gives us a lot of courage to face whatever giant we're about to face and it allows us to be in environments where it is a good fit and it is the right fit because we're not pretending to be someone who we're we're not and so the art of letting go is amazing because one it allows for authenticity to surface it allows for us to be able to surrender and face our fears but also having the ability to show up without being scared in a way that it alters who we are and there are a lot of ways where we can apply letting go I mean it transcends in everything right I gave you some examples about interviews, getting a job, applying for something that you want, but it also transcends with relationships, possessions. What do you have right now that's holding you back? We haven't even scratched the surface of these things. Having ideals sometimes can hold us back, and sometimes we just have to let it go. When we have ideals that probably doesn't really fit the reality of where we are in life we end up failing failing our own expectations our own selves and the people around us another big thing is possessions and relationships so with this we can go back to the question of what is the center of our world is it the material things that's ruling us that's driving us to do the things that we want to do and assessing what's the value of those things for us does it give us the happiness a lasting happiness a true peace that where there's nothing missing and nothing broken in our lives what does your life revolve around? Even in relationships, I think that we have to reassess where we are with that. Let's have it sink in for a moment and think about, am I in toxic relationships? Am I being toxic to another person? And if it's that's the case, we have to reassess and take a step back zoom out a little bit 
maybe we're so zoomed in, we're so attached to our own ideals, to our own knowledge of how things should run with relationships. And we just couldn't see clearly because we're so zoomed in. You know, like when you zoom in a picture and it's so pixelated and you just want to see the eyes. But when we're zoomed in, we fail to see the rest of the picture. So we need to zoom out a little bit. And if you're in a toxic situation, zoom out, take a step back and maybe allow yourself to to feel other emotions as well again these are just all my the way i deal with things the way i reflect on my own life and i have been in toxic relationships in my lifetime <laughs> and it's only when i practiced to let go or zoom out and take a step back that I'm able to really see the reality for what it is because when we're too zoomed in we're so attached all the feelings and all the emotions are there and it's so difficult to let go it's so difficult to sometimes leave or make that decision to leave because all these other things that we talked about, our desires, wants, is being fulfilled somehow. And I think of it this way. When we're in a toxic relationship or a relationship that's not necessarily good for us anymore, we have to really accept that that person has brought good into our lives. But also, that person has brought a lot of bad in our lives. And so it is weighing those things and really understanding and seeing that it might be that the bad outweighed the good and it's time for us to go. It's a little hard and it takes a lot of time and practice to sometimes practice letting go and to not be in environments where it's continuously hurting us instead of putting us in a good place. And so again, it's part of those decision process that I'm talking to you about when you have to choose your life is you have power and you are in control of your own life where you get to make the turns that you want to do. You want to turn the right way you can turn to the left. It's up to you. You're the driver of your own life. Just know right now that you feel, if you feel so stuck in your situation and you really need to practice the art of letting go, take a step back. Take a moment. Breathe in and maybe do things that are helpful for your mind because that is very important to, to do really have to practice the art of looking into our own consciousness as well 
and really take the time to understand who we are, what we value, what is our identity based out of, because through that, we are able to change our perspective. The art of letting go is simply teaching yourself to shift your perspective in a way that you could see things that you didn't see before and accepting the things that you also didn't or wasn't able to accept before such as when you're letting go of or accepting reality as it is wanting a job wanting to really get a specific job maybe we have to let that go maybe we have to let that ideals go and instead focus on what can we do right now with our situation i really want that job we can switch it into having it in a goal mindset or a vision mindset but also positioning ourselves in a way that if this doesn't work out it's because we set parameters for ourselves we set parameters for who we are and it's the same thing with relationships if the to- if the relationship is becoming toxic and it's not good for us it's always going back to the perspective that we know who we are we know what's good for us we know what's right for us we know what's okay and what's not okay and if we know that if we're able to zoom out out of the situation and say this is not okay for me i i shouldn't be treated this way or i don't allow for myself to be treated this way or i am worthy of love and belonging and this is definitely not the place for that then we it's much easier to let go don't get me wrong letting go is hard and it's a habit that we need to be it needs to be practiced over and over again because we're making a conscious decision of what's good for us it's really understanding who we are at the moment and putting back the power to us as a human being and that's moving away from a victimless mindset where we just let other things ideals expectations to rule our lives we don't want that because we're going to be walking like dead human beings in a way if we are letting other things other people other ideals expectations possessions relationships rule us it changes who we are it doesn't advocate for being authentic it changes who we are we're not the same human beings as we are to the core and part of it is becoming present in our moment looking deeper into our own consciousness because it really is very important that we are clear with why are we doing the things that we're doing and it's similar to why am i in this relationship why do i have all these things these possessions is it starting to rule me we want to put the power back to us and we do that by practicing the art of letting go one by one slowly but surely we are letting go of the things that are holding us back to really be where we wanted to be to really be able to live the life that we want for ourselves a life that is much fuller a life that is not being held back by a lot of other things other unimportant things that is not adding value in our lives you are valuable you have to look within you and look at 
Who are you? What's your identity? What is the center of your world? What does your life revolve around? What is your center stage? Think about your motivation. And if right now you don't know what is driving you, it might be because you haven't looked deeper into you. You know it. It's in you. Just take the time to sit down and really think about it. And the next time you're scared, the next time you're fearful, the next time you're doubtful, just take a step back. Take a moment and ask yourself why. And reposition yourself and look within you and understand your identity. You are capable. You are skilled. You can do it. You are being you. You are authentically genuine. You are loving. You are capable to love. You are worthy of love and belonging. You are courageous. You can do it. And if the answer is no, if the answer is not yet, we just have to accept it and move on and look at the things that look at the bright future, look at the present moment. What can we do now? And not let ourselves be held back by the rejections, by the failures, by the no's, by the people that are also holding us back. Let's put the power back into us and really practice the art of letting go. I know you, I know you can do it. All right, I think we deserve a moment to take a break, process what was shared. And if you do find it helpful, I hope that you can share it with your friends, your loved ones, your friends again, <laughs> and your family. I hope that this is something that you find valuable and can find is a good reminder for you as well. And Yes, I'm just so happy that I get to sit here and share some of my reflections with you and some of the things that I have found very powerful to add in my life so I won't be a victim anymore and I could put the power back to me. Again, if you find my podcast helpful, please feel free to share it with the people that you love and I would highly, highly appreciate it. We are improving, we are getting better when it comes to our recording and I hope that you also give me room to improve as I am new on this podcasting thing. I personally love it and I'm enjoying it. To me, it's my own version of reflection as well, meditation, an outlet for me to think deeper into what I really have learned in the past what am I learning now what's my present and where do I want to be I do hope to get a to start and build a community out of this one and so if you do please follow elevated you on Instagram we are there and I'm also looking to get insights from you guys so please feel free if you have any questions or things that you're battling with please feel free to share it with me you can find me on instagram as well jessica dreams j-e-s-s-c-a dreams and please shoot me a message i would highly appreciate that and that's it i hope you guys have a good one Bye bye